Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode, um, episode on the podcast, My Thought Journal, finally, I'm glad I thought of a name for it, um, but anyway, um, thank you guys for tuning in today, um, I was just, I was thinking about what to talk about for today's episode, and what, what other good thing to talk about than movies, you know, I feel like movies are a big part of everyone's life, especially ever since the invention of movies. Um, then we had, you know, TV shows and all the crazy stuff that comes from media. Um, but one thing is, I am not a movie person. Personally, I think it's more so because of my attention span. Mm, what? A, attention span. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't have the great greatest attention span. I don't like uh, really talking about movies because I don't know too much about movies. I think the last two movies I ever watched um, was Black Panther, um, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, and The Lion King. Um, I think I also also watched Blackest King from Beyonce, which was it was really good. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just made that noise. <laughs> But anyway, um, I don't know. Sometimes I watch movies and I think like, oh, like, I think now I watch more movies. I think it ruins it for me when I think about like all the visual effects that they probably have to do. Now it's one thing was like an action movie or, you know, like sci-fi, fantasy kind of movies. Because you obviously know like a lot of that stuff has to be, you know. I am sorry. I'm sorry. I just every episode. I really need to keep my phone on silent to truly be honest with y'all. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, I still I actually need to learn to edit my podcast. I heard you can, but I haven't yet. I don't know. I want. I'm gonna learn. Don't worry, guys. Still gonna hang of this. One day, I will get all this situated and figure it out. But yeah, back to the movies. Um, I don't know. I I I can appreciate movies, but like, it's one of the things I have to watch at home. Because I will always be getting up and getting down. and Unless it grasps my, ten- my attention, there's a very high high chance of like 90% chance that I'm going to get up or check my phone. And I feel kind of bad because I'm like, man, like, these people had a budget of like millions of dollars and all this deadlines and stuff that they probably had to go through. And I'm sitting here like barely watching a movie. But, you know... I think also sometimes I can, can't complain because I'm like, yo, like, I think I was watching, who's the video? I think I was watching a video on YouTube, and I think they were, like, going through some, like, the worst rated, like, I think, like, horror or Halloween movies, and one of them, I forgot the name, but, like, you can tell the budget was really bad, like, like, the birds weren't even real, and it wasn't, like, visual effects or, like, oh, it's fake, it was, like, so, like, it was, like, a filter kind of thing. <laughs> It looked very bad. I felt bad at the same time because I was like, yo, like, this person probably just wanted to make a movie. And, like, they just probably just made it without, like, really having anyone to back them up. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, it. I'd rather just post it on YouTube and just call it a day. <laughs> oh, man. It, it wasn't the best. But anyway, um, I think my other thing was like, okay, well, since I can't really talk too much about, you know, whatchamacallit, movies, what, what should I do, what should I do, probably instead of, like, doing the obvious thing, which people were like, yo, like, just go watch a movie, like, tell us about it, I said, no, what we're going to do is find what other people find just interesting about movies, because I have watched movies before, but I think that's just being an adult, (laughs) um, adult life has hit me really hard so it's kind of hard for me to like find time to like just chill and like like give myself like actual time outside of sleeping so today we're going to go to BuzzFeed and you know we all love some BuzzFeed you know BuzzFeed is a pretty good um pretty good website (laughs) I like their quizzes I think that's like the main thing I even go up there for but outside of their quizzes I think I also, just like just reading like the random stuff that pe- they find up there, and I have stuff from Reddit, 
But since, like, I'm not good with Reddit, like, I like Reddit, but at the same time, it's hard for me to always, like, go up there and, like, figure things out, if you get what I mean. But today, we're going to go on Reddit and see what other people find um, unrealistic or stupid or, you know, just things that they just are, like, seriously, kind of, like, about movies. Um, th- that was a very long intro, now I think about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but let's get into it. Um, we're going to... I think one thing we should start with is like some movie stereotypes or like just unrealistic things that happen in movies that sometimes can really just make people upset. Even though a lot of people be like, it's just a movie, like it's not that big of a deal. I mean, obviously like you see so many times it's like, okay, like y'all can't switch something up. Like, are you serious? And we're gonna start the first thing that people that someone got upset about. Um said when people fire their weapons while still maintaining a conversation. You know, instead of covering their ears. Now I'm thinking about it. I never, of course, like I'm not licensed to hold a firearm, and I never took any classes for it, so I can't say too much, um, because I never really like experienced much like firearm shootings or anything. But I'm pretty sure like they're really loud. Now I think about it, and like you're right, like you're holding it within arm's length, okay? And sound is like, excuse me, like. It has to be pretty loud. And I think, like, not, not thinking about moves with guns, like, I don't know, like, parts of guns or anything, or, like, where, like, certain things are. But, like, it looks like there's no silencing to it, you know what I'm saying? There's, like, no big silence or anything to, like, cover up anything. Or, like, you don't see like, any kind of, like, earplugs that they're having or anything. Nothing to, like, protect their hearing. So they probably could go deaf. But in movies, I guess, you know, a lot of times, um... It's more so, like, it's not real guns. They're, kind of, they're legit, like, play guns that are made to look real. And, like, half the time, like, especially when it's, like, gun battles, like, laser guns or whatever, like, it's legit, like, look like men, like, just playing, like, they're just, like, playing. It looks really, looks really funny when you really see it. But, you know, I get what they mean, you know, especially from a realistic standpoint. Like, come on now. Like, it's not that hard to, like, at least cover your ears. And half the time, I'm pretty sure, like, the guns probably have some type of, um, what you know, like, some, like, force or something. Like, you know, it's going to push you back some um, because of, like, the how much power and force has to do to, like, push out the bullet at the speed it is. only reason I know that is because of Divergent. And I think I remember, I forgot which one. I think it was in, I think it was Allegiant. I think it was that book. It was, the, it was either the second or the third one. I forgot the name of the third one. Um, but it was, but basically like, it's, I think it's the second or third one where I think like, um, uh, Tris, like Tris brother, um, I forgot his name. Um, he, he was very fickle. I didn't really like him too much, but anyway, um, he, I think they're trying to shoot, uh, it was like, they're trying to do like some gun training and like he tried to do it with one hand and like it pushed him back, um, really hard. And, like, he fell, and they're like, yo, like, you got to probably use two hands, okay? It's not worth trying to look all cool and everything. When I mean, like, in movies, like, you always seem like, just holding any kind of gun with one hand, and they just get away with it. Which I'm pretty sure a lot of times they, the person in gun training, they most likely teach you, like, hold it with two hands, okay? White stands, probably, you know, like, we have to do some earthbending stances, okay? Try to ground yourself, just saying. Um, but, yeah. Same thing. Whenever something explodes on screen. Okay. So here's me. I don't like it that either. But I hate it more so when exploding on screen. And like everyone just kind of acts like nothing happened. Like the explosion happens. They're just like walking. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just walk off. And it's like you do not feel the whole force of the explosion. Especially when it's a big explosion. And they, all you see is seeing this fall to the ground. Not get thrown. You know like a couple you know, like, half a mile, like, you know, like, good 0.2 miles away. No, 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 no. They're just like, all right, we're just going <clears> to <throat> fall on the ground, dude. Especially when it's a big explosion. I mean, small explosions, like, yeah, but, like, cover your ears, you know, you still show, like, some vibration or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. And I'm pretty sure some of the stuff ain't really, like, you know, like, completely physics-based. It's looked to, but I'm pretty sure, like, half the time it's like, dude. Like, take cover and, like, actually jump or something. Just saying. <laughs> Number three. Some people said, 
when hack when hackers are able to crack a code or break through a firewall in a matter of seconds. Okay, I saw that. I saw. I think it was like on a separate article of BuzzFeed, and um, I think I might I might be able to find it um later. Um, it was talking about unrealistic things people find about their jobs, and one thing was like people like hacking or anything doing anything coding, and they don't use Google, or like they just straight up like. All right, we're in. And it was like, they're like, yo. Um, I also, oh, I, I saw also by tri- triangling calls. You're like, sometimes it doesn't take like just three seconds. Like, it doesn't move. It's like, they do that to like add to the suspense and everything. But I heard like, realize it could take up to like hours, sometimes days to like actually triangulate a call. And I was like, yo, like, that's, that's a long time. But yeah, like, hackers are always like, they like, all right, here you go. There's like, I'm not sure you can hear that, but like, like there's like, pitter, 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 pitter. all right, we're in. And it's like, not all hackers are good, and I'm pretty sure that makes like, an un like it's like there's multiple programming languages, so I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure not every hacker like you know like ethical hacker or anyone who codes knows every single, um, piece of code for every single language. They might know maybe two, three, maybe even five, maybe, but they're not gonna know every single one. It's just kind of crazy to think about. But like I said, it's just a movie. <laughs> anyway, whenever a group of people are looking at a map or a diagram, the smart one's always like, here, here, and here. Oh, my God. I never thought about that, but yeah, that's so true. Like, they always just know where things are. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure in the movie, they're like, just, just plant the map. <laughs> just plant the map, okay? Okay, like, that's all you're required to do. Ugh. I'm still sitting on my floor recording this episode, and that's okay. That's okay. It's somewhat comfortable, but we'll make it through. Yeah, like, it's kind of stupid, though, because they legit be like, point, point, point. All right, we're going to go here, then here. Then we got to also triangulate here. And it's like, I'm pretty sure they legit just told you, like, okay, point at the map in multiple directions so so you look smart. Okay? Like, that might not be the place you legit go into a coffee shop when you were just talking about, you know, like, the Pentagon or something crazy, and you know what? It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> when male scientists always look like mad scientists, while female scientists always look like supermodels. <laughs> now I think about it, that is so true. Like I never seen a male scientist just look like a normal person. Like they just come in, just they don't always look normal. They always have like the white hair, and it's look like they just been working their whole life to get one specific goal. Not think about it, that's always like the mass science, like the mass scientist look is always like usually a man. That's kind of upsetting to think about. It's usually always a man, it's always a man that male or just a male like role is given to like the mass scientist. And they always just look like, and the, and the usual thing is like, I've been working so hard to find like the Tesseract or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They always are, it's like just one specific project or goal. And they legit just go crazy trying to do it. They, they're like, I'm pretty sure scientists have like multiple projects that they work on and do. They don't just work their whole entire life from like the moment they turn like three to like now, now to like the age of 75 working on one specific project. Like I'm pretty sure. And I think also another thing is like how there's like, yeah, scientists. There might be just some child movies because like I... I kind of babysit my my siblings, and they we do watch more t- more like child kind of things. But yeah, I think it's also I feel like if they were just like, hey, you know, like virologists or paleontologists, zoologists, and just like a quick explanation, I feel like we'd be like, oh, okay, so like it's not just scientists, but the female ones always look like they just walked off, <laughs> walked off the catwalk. They're like, all right. No, I was just super smart. Also, one thing I don't like about the scientist movies, which I also don't like, is is how they're just like, oh, well, we're going to, we're going, mm, I'm about to say, <laughs> like, they always sound, like, extremely smart, which is good, but, like, they always use, like, big words, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure scientists don't always use gigantic words at all times. I mean, correct me if they, if any scientists are listening, like, correct me if you do, but I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that when they consider their audience, they're like, all right, like, 
I'm going to, you know, like, explain something to, like, the President of the United States, probably not going to use gigantic words. Like, I'm most likely going to have to, like, use actual English that everyone can understand. You know, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> when the ugly, unpopular girl is actually just a hot girl in baggy clothes and glasses. <sighs> Asking to ask me to talk about way too much. I don't, I don't really, I really don't understand the stigma behind it. Like, if any director or producer can actually under, like, explain why, that'd be really good. Like, I really want to understand, like, what's the whole point of, like, the whole girl takes off glasses or guy takes off glasses and, like, they automatically come, like, ten times hotter. And, like, everyone wants to swoon over them. It, but, I'm like, it's just the glasses. Like, it's just glasses. Like, since they're, since they're not, like, walk around like tight fitting clothes or like something that will obviously accentuate you know like um the perfect standard of beauty then it's kind of like why it's really sad especially when like i feel like that's one thing i hate as well the movies like when people like um are very shallow when they only look at the person's outer look and they're like oh okay like he's not much to look at when we're like, they have a whole universe in their head of, like, cool things to talk about. But on, but they only get turned off because of the appearance. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, that person over there, that man, that girl, that whoever, really could have, like, the best, okay? The best life story to tell. The best experiences. The, the best facts to tell you. And just because you walked in in the bag of clothes on, on like, Tuesday morning to school, you're, like, now just going to, like, ignore him? That's very disrespectful. I do not like that. <sighs> Alright. Sorry. It said when people in San Francisco, San Francisco live in giant Victorian homes, they, they don't have the job to pay for said Victorian home. Not even that, but I think like it's crazy how like a lot of... <laughs> A lot of times they don't really ever explain like how they got the house and like it's crazy because like half the time even whenever the main characters like it's rare that you see them living like a regular life you know like they don't like they all they always have a home like people do not people don't understand the hsa fees they going around shopping for a home and just caring for a home like not everyone has a home of their own a lot of people jump from apartment to apartment people live in apartments you know and, you know, duplexes, and, you know I'm saying, like, not everyone lives in a nice home with a nice driveway, and, you know, with one or two cars, two parents living in the house, or just one parent, not everyone lives, lives like that, not, not everyone's parents can afford really nice big houses, some of us are actually struggling to live in our barely legal apartment, because we have three, three, five children, and I'm a single parent trying to parent, trying to parent all of them, like, dude, come on now, like, at least try to, you know, do that at least. See here. Next one. When people are able to find parking in busy cities with all the ease in the world. Yes. I I have driven downtown before and the things I drive is like a minivan. And it's the most nerve wracking thing because those lanes get so tiny and small. It is so nerve wracking. I'm about to do a separate episode talking about my like my road rage because I really just don't understand. It's like so small. And there's some people are just driving like at the stupid speeds or just driving very dangerous. And I'm just like, I am in the middle lane with this van. Can you please just chill? Okay. Can you just chill? And I hate the movies where they're just like, all right, busy intersection, which I was like the biggest, like in the most part of the city. They're just like, all right, parking. And like they're, you never seem to struggle with, like, um, parallel parking either. I have a van. I only parallel park a couple times in my life. And every single time, okay, only once have I ever been able to, like, get in better. But that's only because someone legit just left uh, a parking space, like, two park spaces there, mm, parking spaces there. And I was like, yo, we're going to get in. I was like, I got in so quick. And I was like, yes, yes. God was looking over me that day, and he, was, and he was like, yes, you still have that parking space. Any other time, it was just like, all right, I had to struggle for, like, a good 10 minutes. I hate when people, I have people look at me, and I'm just like, yo, 
mind your business. I'm just trying to park, okay? Let me park and have my struggling time to myself, okay? I'm not going to hit your car, Steve and Karen. Chill. Seriously. Anyway, when the pa- person driving the car is looking at the person in the passenger seat and someone doesn't crash their car. Yes, I I was, whenever, even since I was a kid, I was really trying to like wrap my head around it. I'm just like, so you're just going to, and it's worse when they actually have like hold a conversation with them while just staring at them. I'm just like, I'm like, what? How are you just going to stare at the person in the seat drive, especially when it's like on a highway or like a busy inter- like a busy part of like the day with traffic. And I'm like, how are you going to stare at somebody and just drive? Like, I really don't understand. Like, I do that today. I'm going to smash at least 50 cars. Just saying. It, it, it just ain't going to work. They really need some more, like, reality to this, though. When someone has, has gone to, has gone to heck and back, but their hair and makeup are still perfect. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I never really thought about the makeup and hair parts of, like, movies. But now, like, they show, like, a little clip. I don't know what movie this is, but, like, it shows, like, a girl... She's like, I guess, hugging her eleven inches or whatever. You know, like her makeup is still pretty good. Like, out of anything, like they just look like just like through like a couple speckles of dirt and was like, all right, we're gonna call it a day. Hair ain't frizzed up and no dirt look like it looks like they legit just like shook, shook her head a little bit. I was like, all right, you go ahead and go finish acting. That's really crazy though. Now think about it, cause like a lot of the boys' hairstyles, like you, I, I never seen like boys with, like very long hairstyles in movies before that like especially action and like that's what I really want to know because like nowadays like I've heard girls like talk about makeup like all like their makeup getting messed up by anything I could not seem getting to like an action movie kind of situation like zombie apocalypse or anything in their makeup like and they stop makeup on or if they do a makeup on like it, they, they don't look like halfway zombified either I'm just saying, even even for guys too. I'm like, come on now, like, can you just not have them have makeup on? Like, I would like to see actors and actresses legit do a full performance without any makeup. Like, let them have their moments of just being a normal person like the rest of us, please. When girls wake up fresh face and rosy cheek instead of with pillow marks and eye boogers. <sighs> Boys too, like we like. I'm not saying it's definitely more for girls. Though. Like they have a full face of makeup and everything, full face of makeup. Sometimes even with jewelry and everything. And they just have the eye mask on. Just like ah, turn off the lime all night since get up out of bed. I'm like no 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 just no. That just don't work. I mean, like, pill marks, eye buggers, you know, maybe you had, maybe you were drooling in your sleep. Like, that happens to the rest of us. In movies, they're like, no, we need aesthetic, okay? Aesthetic is where it's at. And I'm like, no, no one cares. When no one ever, ever eats the large breakfast that's laid out in front of them. I don't like that movie. It's like, they always have so much food. Like, I've never seen them just, like, struggle with a little bit of food. Or just, like... Just a quick, like, banana or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of the time, like, we're late. And not all of us have the time to, like, prepare legit buffet of food for just three people. And then no one eats it all. It just sits there. And these move on to the next thing. Like, all right. We're just going to completely just, like, completely just, like, disregard all the food that was prepared. Like, come on, now. Come on, now. Like, have you, have you not just heard about a bowl of cereal? Just saying, it exists. A lot of us still eat bowls of cereal. You know, we, you know, even just at dinner or anything. I'm like, no. A lot. I'm like, a lot of us probably just buy a pizza or something. And just call it a day. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do all that. Okay, we do not waste food here. We're not about wasting things. 
whenever someone takes a drug and it goes into effect immediately. <sighs> I feel like they always skip over that part. Like, they always skip over, like, the, oh, the drugs slowly take into effect. Like, it was always, like, they, they drink or something, and, like, it was automatically, like, boom. Like, they're automatically drunk or, you know, drugged up or whatever. And I'm like, yo, chill. Okay, like, I'm pretty sure it probably took you anywhere from, like, the first 20 seconds to, like, a good five minutes, 10 minutes. And, like, that's the thing, though, because whenever I was, when I was taking my driver's ed, they definitely went over, like, I think, like, like drinking and uh, drugs and how some people can look like they're not drunk. But everyone acts differently to drugs and alcohol. Sometimes it takes us more to look intoxicated or drugged up. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we can take one sip and be like, yep, if I take another sip, I'm going to be intoxicated. You know what I'm saying? But like, moves like, nah, everyone drinks the same amount and boom. Everyone's drunk. Everyone's having a crazy time. It's ridiculous. Definitely not correct. Never a lawyer addresses the jury during a trial while they're supposed to be questioning their witness. Oh. <laughs> when they just like have like the whole monologue speech walking in front of the jury. So like let me tell you like the whole speech like re redo like the whole entire trial paraphrase the whole trial basically tell you win for me okay I'm the best lawyer here please vote for me and my client like they give a whole speech and then like they go back to the witness probably accuse them of something and they walk back to the seat and I'm like dude I'm like have you not watched Law and Order I'm pretty sure maybe it happened Law and Order but I mean like yo. In the Law Order episodes I seen, that I watched my mom, I mean, like, they're just like, yo, we're just gonna, like, constantly question, go back and forth with the witnesses, with the judge sometimes, too, with each other in the police station. Like, we're gonna go back and forth quite a few times, just saying. But I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they're like, let, let me just have a whole monologue speech to myself, okay? I deserve the spotlight. I'm not sure about you guys, but I deserve the spotlight. Thank you very much. <sighs> when people run toward the mysterious noise instead of away from it in scary movies. I've never watched horror movies. Horror, thriller, and suspense movies were... Mm, horror, thriller, and suspense movies were never my thing. Um, I'm just a scaredy cat. I don't do too well with those kind of things. But, like, I'll, whenever I see, like, horror movie memes, I'm just, like... I kind of, I'm like, I think the only thing that will scare me is the visual effects. Take out all the visual effects, I probably wouldn't get scared. It would just be just somewhat kind of funny. But I never understood that. Like, in horror movies, horror stories and everything, just like, oh. You know, like, we hear, like, mysterious noise. We hear, like, chanting in the basement. Like, let's go check it out. Oh, I heard weird noise in the woods. Let's just go towards it. And I hate that everyone just kind of falls into peer pressure. Which I'm pretty sure is probably the most likely thing people will do. But, like, there's a high chance. I'm just high chance out there. Like, if the car's right there, I'm jumping in the car. If you guys aren't back within five minutes, I'm driving off. Okay, give me the keys. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to be sitting around forever. But I never liked that. I was just like, yeah, we're going to check out, like, the chanting that's going on in the woods. Like, nothing bad's going to happen. Then, of course, like, something happens. Like, they start acting, like, so bewildered. Like, oh, my gosh. That was such a crazy experience. And I'm like, dude, you you could legit have... Skip the whole movie if you just like just drove off. Something you heard something weird noise upstairs. Drive, get in your car, drive off, go to the police. Like hey, some call the police. Like hey, someone's someone's in my house. I heard weird noises upstairs. I, I was home alone. I I don't have no pets or no nothing. I'm going to y'all have to come here. I'm I legit drove a block away. I'm just saying. Now, y'all can bust out my door because I ain't going in. Seriously, though, like, people seriously need to, like, use logic in movies. When people when people agree to meet without agreeing on a place or time, when they're just, like, or when they do agree on, like, they'll agree on, like, once, like, oh, let's meet here, never a time, or they'll agree on time, but never the place. Yeah, so it's like, let's meet up, like, a, so it's like, meet up sometime, you know? Like, let's go meet up at the, the coffee shop. Okay, cool. All right, so I'll see you there. All right, bye. You don't tell them the time, the date. 
you know, you didn't tell them, like, was it like a date date? Was it just like a quick meetup, you know, because they're just in town for the day? Nope. Just straight up, I'm walking in here and I'm going to walk out. Like, come on now. When someone goes grocery shopping, always leave the store with a baguette. Yes. They always get, like, bread and milk. I don't understand. It's always bread, milk, and carrots. Like, those are the three things I see every single time. And I'm like, come on now. Like, I don't know anyone. I'm like, and then you never see me actually eat it or put it up or anything. It's just like, baguette. And I'm like, I, I ain't never bought a baguette in my life. So the fact that people will actually have baguette every single time in cartoons and stuff, it's like, are you serious? And not, and not everyone uses paper bags as well. A lot of us use our plastic bags. Yes, it might not, it might not be environmentally friendly. But, I mean, come on now. We, I at least will recycle them, okay? When teens throw house fires and they're complete ragers, when, when in actuality, teen fires are a lot, calm, a lot calmer and a lot lamer. That is so true. I've never been to a party before. At least nothing like this, like teen parties. But, I mean, like, they always are, like, blasting out. They always got, like, somehow gotten to, like, the parents' wine cellar or got to the beer or whatever and like everyone's drunk you know someone's trying to hook up in their parents bedroom or something crazy like it's always something you know crazy and i'm like i'm pretty sure half the time there's like i'm pretty sure the worst thing i probably ever heard like a teenager's doing around my age especially when i was in high school probably like smoking or drinking like and like behind a gas station just chilling and that's all they did like they didn't they didn't go around town, you know, busting up stores and stuff. Like, I don't understand why they make it seem like teenagers just live, like, such crazy social lives. Or, like, such our social lives are just so crazy when in reality, like, we just chilling with, like, the one or two friends that we might have and that's it. Like, that's really it, okay? Just saying. Finally, whenever people have meaningful conversations, no one talks like that in real life. Oh my gosh. I just don't. I don't understand. I don't know. Cause I don't think I ever had like a meaningful conversation with somebody. But like in movies, they, it's always like slow. It's like slow down. It's just them. It's like, it's like those two people and like the world and just everyone's just like calming down, just talking about their feelings, whatever. And I'm like, dude. I'm pretty sure at the time this probably all happened over text. <laughs> it was all happened over text. Like, dude, this is your imagination. I'm just saying. Probably just your imagination. <sighs> Man. But yeah, I just don't understand. I never understood that, to be honest. Like, why people have those crazy, meaningful conversations. But I think another thing. Let me see. I want, I want, I want to find the article real quick. It talks about people's, like, how they have jobs. And, like, how they, how they get wrong in movie stuff. Okay, I found it, I found it. Okay, we're going to talk about this one. It's going to be, like, our last article we'll talk about for this episode. But I definitely want to talk about it. Um, it's, it's by BuzzFeed as well. It's, like, what's the call? It says, 27 jobs that TV, movies, and books get wrong according to professionals. Yes. Yes. I, I want to see that because I really want to know. All right. So we're going to start with like, we're going to go through all of them. It might be a longer episode today, but hey, who cares? Um, So it says, so the first one's like, being a lifeguard in real life actually means cleaning up a lot of vomit and poop. Oh, Lord. Someone says, I'm a lifeguard in my life and my job is not like in the media. There is a lot of, there's a lot less sitting around or staring off in one area. In reality, we have to walk around, make sure we can, we scan every single inch of the pool in the deck to make sure everyone is fine. There's also a lot more poop and vomit in the pool than you want to hear about. Every time this happens, we have to get everyone out of the pool and scoop out the poop and their vomit before later reopening the pool. That's so nasty. <laughs> that is so nasty. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure because, like, they can't just chill. You know what I'm saying like, because like a movie, there's always like like the lifeguard like 
But I was looking at the opposite sex, and they're just like just chilling, just sitting down, just staring off, looking around. You know, I was just sitting in that lifeguard chair, and they might flirt with whoever they want to flirt with because they, of course, have like the perfect um, body, perfect jock body or perfect cheerleader body, the hourglass or hunk body. But I mean, like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm, per- well, I'm like, what if that kid's like choking in the back? What you gonna do? Just sit there and be like, shut up? Like, come on now. In reality, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> really. Those who work in, second one says, those who work in bridal salons only want you to feel your best. They aren't trying to get you to buy what you hate. Oh, man. I work in a bridal salon. We actually work really hard to make you happy. Most TV shows and movies that portray us as snobs as if we're trying to sell you the most expensive dress. In reality, we want you to feel your best and most beautiful. Okay, because I've watched, you know, like, Say Yes to the Dress. I watched a couple of those episodes, which, I mean, like, is reality TV. Half is made to, like, is made to, like, spark up drama. You know, but, I mean, like, I don't know, because I've thought that that's kind of, like, part of their job was, like, to upsell if they could. I think, but, that, but that's more so because me and my customer service, like, whenever we're com- customer service, like, um, McDonald's, um, whatchamacallit. I, mean, I think I worked in a couple other customer service places as well. It was like, try to upsell it to the next one. And I was just like, no one cares. <laughs> like, I never did because here's my thing, though. Like, I will do it if a customer is having trouble. I will try to find them something similar. And that's not what they want. Probably get, like, so, like go slowly go up if that's what they want. But, like, I'm not going to, like, go all out and try to sell them the most expensive thing when they already have their mind selling buying a chicken sandwich and i'm trying to sell them a a swimming pool like that's not going to work okay i do not care it's just one of those things yep (laughs) doctors are usually portrayed doing things that are typically done by nurses and other medical staff okay i heard about this that like because like usually i see doctors but like nurses are probably the ones like doing like a lot of the blood work or doing a lot of like you know prepping for like you know you know, I probably doing like a lot of the shots and doing like a lot of those kind of things. Like the doctors are pretty, I'm pretty sure like they come in, assess the sim- assess the symptoms, and they're like, okay, so like here's what you have. Um, I'm gonna start some medicine, and that might be it. This is <laughs> like this person right here said this that doctors very very rarely are good looking. <laughs> okay. Um, doctors don't do that much with patients. They don't take blood samples, run the samples themselves, help the patient get out of bed, etc. The majority of the patients aren't young and good looking with an exotic disease. Usually it's an old person with a common thing like a UTI. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do think like a lot of the doctors don't really do that. It's a, it's a lot of pa- nurses. And I do believe, I do believe in like the nurses do a lot more of the work than doctors. Not saying doctors don't do anything. I mean, like, yo, like, you went, I'm like, y'all both went to school for a good amount of time. But I mean, like, doctors, I feel like, do more, like, the diagnosing and prescribing part instead of, like, doing, like, all, like, the other heavy lifting, which is definitely done by nurses. <laughs> well, there are some good looking doctors. Attendings are not McDreamies and McSteamies usually. Also, we use on call rooms to sleep. Not for hookups. We do not do as much as the picture shows. Don't call is not as excited as in real life. Oh my gosh. People people are going in on this one. <laughs> They're legit like, yo. Right here it says, I work in general reception and registration for an emergency room. When patients come into an ER setting on TV, they never state their name, social, or any information because... And such just they're in such distress. I've seen so many patients in real life who are in distress who still give the necessary information. It's important to see your prior history and make sure the clinical staff doesn't kill you by giving you meds you're allergic to. Or or let's say you black out. We don't want to let in crazy people to visit you who want to hurt you. PSA to any future ER E D patients. Give nurses a break. I mean, that's very true. I mean, if you're like allergic to like somebody, let's say penicillin or something, 
the last thing you want is nurses like, oh, well, this, like this first thing we have, let's give it to them, and you they end up killing you <laughs> because you just are such distress. You're just, ugh, I just can't, I just can't even move my mouth. Like in person, it happens sometimes. But I mean, like have things like, please always like regularly update your doctor, you know, with with information that's definitely needed. It's the librarians are true heroes because they can deal with a lot of disrespectful patrons. <sighs> yes. True. I like how it says here, someone says, the librarian says, in fact, we're not really allowed to read at work. People think libraries are nice, peaceful places, but I have some horror stories of people coming in drunk, doing, dealing drugs in the bathroom, or straight up yelling and fighting. But most of my day is made up of teaching people how to copy and paste or how to use a mouse. I've seen like librarians in um when the libraries um before COVID nineteen because I haven't gone to any um I think here in North Carolina I think is starting to open back up, but um before um but before then it wasn't like that um it was pretty chill but I mean like most of them they're legit just helping older people or anyone really just like how to like copy things, use a printer, that kind of stuff. And, you know, they, they weren't always, like, shush. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, they had a lot of kids' things going on. So, like, did they really care much about you talking? Probably not. Mm-mm-mm. Servers are constantly bust, busting their butt and really have time to take a break and talk to friends. That is very true. That is very true. I never worked at a server, but I mean, like, working customer service, especially like McDonald's, where like you were just doing any, like, you constantly had to work. Like, if you, they saw you stopping for anything, you probably got yelled at. I'm just saying. It said, nothing waitresses can't just stop mid to talk to someone or hang out. I have downtime, but most days I don't get a break. Even my best friend come in, the most I can say is hi before I have to go back to my tables. That is very true. I feel like, if I they, I'm like, service, they don't get just a chill. I mean, like, they're, especially when they're like waitresses and stuff, like, you know, they're not really getting paid that much. You know, like, they're too busy trying to get as many tips as they can and trying to do the best of their job. Like, they don't have time to be like, okay, cool, like, I'm just going to like, Stop and chill and talk to my family for like a good 10, 20 minutes. Nope. Unless you want to lose your job. You lose your job. Cool. But I mean like, probably not going to work. Those who work in movie theaters don't really care if you bring in outside food as long as they don't have to be the one to clean up your mess. Okay. I always, okay. I I really want to read some of these because like, okay. So movie theaters probably just don't care if you bring in outside food. Just throw it away when you leave. I never would have known you brought brought a whole watermelon inside if you didn't leave it sitting on the seat after the movie. Yes, yeah, someone has actually done this. What? Who brings a whole watermelon into a movie? But I, mean, I always thought, like, I always thought about that because I'm like, because they always have like those signs like, oh, you know, like, no outside food and drink, and I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna sneak in my my big bag of Halloween candy because I ain't about to, I am I am not about to go and buy. Your $5 thing of small M&M's, okay? That is not going to work. <laughs> it's a, I work in movie theater. Honestly, most of us don't care if you're bringing snacks as long as you hide them. We always joke that what the camera doesn't see won't hurt it. That being said, please don't bring in an entire buffet from cookout. Yes, okay? Don't As long as you ain't bringing in, like, the whole McDonald's restaurant with you, I'm pretty sure they're fine. Like, if you stuff some candy in your purse or whatever, no one's going to care. Teachers realistically work 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. and don't send kids to office at every minor disruption. <sighs> I'm pretty sure oh, a lot of teachers have something to say about that stereotype. I mean, teachers really like, teachers come in early, okay? Like, like if class starts at 8, they're probably coming in as early as 6.30, okay, to like prep and get everything ready for their school day and they probably won't be leaving to like at least an hour or two after school like they really are working the whole day 
and that and that and of course like they remember they saw families outside of the home so like they outside of work so they still have you know like you know like this probably still had to get groceries eat they probably still had to go back home and do more work by grading all the kids papers and probably responding to emails and all that yeah they really have a harder job okay someone said like the class sizes are not realistically um shown it said realistically i have had 32 in the class Oof. class size definitely matters when it comes to quality of education and behavior issues that's true i i i can see the logic in that because i mean like i mean like look like you have like i'm pretty sure like, you need like a certain amount of people per teacher or like guard like adult in the room so i'm like i don't see that being an issue in most scenes, if a student makes a disruption, they get sent to the office right away. And most times, we don't send the students to the office. That's the first option. We deal with it until we run out of options. Yes, that's true. That is a that's pretty true. I definitely can understand that. Cause I'm like, even the school, like they were probably they will try to talk down the students. Um, they might even try to get like another teacher before they actually get like the principal involved. Like there, it's not straight up, like principal's office, like. The principal does not have time to be dealing with all that. They probably have bigger and better things to be doing, but I'm pretty sure they don't have time to always deal with kids being sent to the office because it, because the teachers didn't want to deal with it. Come on now. Everything you see about forensic science on CSI is basically a lie. Oh my god. There's like three jobs almost. Also, they never wear full protection to avoid contamination, and the DNA results are done in one hour. It's all wrong and not true. I don't know, because like, they always just be like, they question suspects, they go around getting evidence, like, all this stuff, but like, now I think, now when they say full protection, I never thought about like their breath or like sweat or anything. And now I think about like, yo, that's pretty crazy. S. Aesthetic aestheticians, <laughs> I don't know. People, basically, people who are like working with making people look more beautiful. They wear protective gear when treating every single patient. I mean, any movie or TV show that has a Brazilian wax scene, like Bad Moms Christmas and Good Girls, there are no gloves to be found. That's just gross and wrong. I mean, if you're dealing with anyone's body, you like a doctor or nurse and wear your gloves, okay? Just saying. No one cares about if you're not your nice acrylic nails. Okay. No one cares. Public service and social workers aren't disheveled and unhelpful in real life. <sighs> Usually when you're having to wait hours to be seen, it's because we got a lot full of people who have been waiting as well. Or we have something else going on that you might not see. We have to look presentable. Most of us, believe it or not, are here to help 100%. That's what that's what someone says as a public service worker. I don't understand. I, seeing all these crazy things is kind of sad. Accountants are mindless, aren't mindless robots who have no life outside of work. I'll say that, and also IT people, because IT, like they like people always get like about it, like oh you work in IT, you work with computers, but you work in accounting. Like they kind of make it seem like they're just like mindless encyclopedias that like don't have a life and I'm like this is just their job like this not might not be something you wanted to do this is just their job fam like give them a break okay the reality is that we're generally trained to be both numerically and socially savvy because we often have to be the deliverer of bad news Whew. yep the media seems to think all psychologists psychologists love Sigmund Freud Every psychologist on the plane cannot stand Sigmund Freud. It's so exhausting that he's always mentioned by fictional psychologists. I'm pretty sure a lot of psychologists, you know, like there's, I'm pretty sure he's not the only one. There's probably multiple psychologists, you know, past and present, that all have their own ideas of how to work things. So, and Chris, and it has a lot of like actual like things that they have to go through. So, come on now. Dental hygienists do more than just clean your teeth. They assess your oil health and how it affects the rest of your body. Oh. I did not know that. I really didn't know. 
yes, it's very important that we know if you have diabetes, heart disease, etc., as many illnesses and diseases do have consequences to the oral health, and we cannot probably do our jobs if we don't have all the information. Oh, so they kind of, so they kind of have to do like a lot of medical stuff as well. I did not know that. That's pretty cool to know though. Being a software developer isn't the same thing as being a hacker. We can, a few as a female software developer, we are not scrawny men with glasses who are terribly shy and afraid of opposite sex or men or whatever, nor do we do wear strange outdated clothes. We cannot we cannot hack into any systems, we cannot solve any computer issue in short time, and we cannot magically get into some code and solve all problems. I never never liked that movies where like like people were supposed to work like hackers, stuff like that, like there's like this all knowing genius in reality like yo. They probably Googled at least half the stuff they were just doing. Just saying. Working in a psych facility doesn't mean jabbing patients to to sedatum multiple times a day. Ooh, I wonder what someone says about this. It says, I work in a psychiatric facility. First off, if someone is having a psychotic episode, you can't just jab them with a needle. If a doctor does order an injection, they don't just fall asleep instantly. Straight jackets have been banned for decades and patterns don't exist anymore. Most patients aren't dangerous and most don't even display outward signs of illness. Um, I've heard some similar like on a YouTube video. I think it was like someone's like experience with being like in a psych like psychiatric facility. And how like most of the time like they're just they're just not mentally there. Like there's like it's very rare um to see like patients like act out violently or just like like just hollowing and corn like speaking random gibberish. Like half the time like they they are pretty much normal people with just mental problems that they just cannot deal with on their on like a daily basis. So you know, I'm like, I'm pretty sure not all of them just get just needles and injections and straitjackets. I feel like that's really sad, though, that it's still portrayed like that. Because I'm pretty sure, like, that's what makes people... Seeing things like this, like, makes people not want to get help. Because this is the first image they have in their head is straitjackets, patterns, and, like, probably barely get, being fed, like, actual food. Like, that's probably, like, the only thing that comes to mind. So it's kind of sad. And I hope, like, that's not... You know what I'm saying? Like, I just hope that's not how... You know, people really do feel like people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just hope people don't always have that thought in their head um, when it comes to this kind of thing. In reality, bakers have to have a lot of stamina and can't just close up shop around the holidays. <laughs> the pots and cakes are a lot heavier than you might think. An immense amount of precision is required for decorating. True. I wanted to be a cake decorator one time, but then I realized I'm very heavy handed. And sometimes, like, my hands will sometimes shake if I try to, like, get to do any kind of task. Like, it will shake sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to shake and I end up, like, messing with the whole cake. And, like, they are heavy. I've actually tried picking up, like, a big cake one time. And it was, like, real heavy. I was like, yo. Like, this is just bread. Like, this is some bread. Basically, this is some, sour, this is some nice sweet bread. And it's heavy. That is not acceptable behavior. But, yeah. And they can't just close up shop around the holidays. Lord mercy. That's really sad. Lots of antique shows only feature the priciest buttons, which isn't realistic to day-to-day pawning. <laughs> Showing the very common, inexpensive stuff wouldn't be as interesting, but it would be most realistic. So much of what pe- most people... Having their attic, basement, garage passed down is just not that valuable. It's rare to find items worth thousands. I mean, if you go into a pawn shop, like, seriously. Not everyone has, like, $3,000, 20000000000 worth of stuff. I'm pretty sure for the movie and the shows, like, they're like, yo, we have to make it look interesting. Tea reporters don't just rush to a scene of breaking news and go live right away. Oh, my God. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure it's thought to get clear to go in. You know what I'm saying? Believe it or not, it takes a few minutes to get the camera set up. Your live capabilities tuned in. And honestly, they, they're they always way too close to the actual scene. Closer than police would ever let them get. They also always show, like, 10 to 15 reporters at every breaking news scene. Unless it's the biggest story in the country, there will only be about four TV reporters and maybe a couple newspaper reporters on the scene. I've never seen, like, an actual newspaper reporter in real life. 
That's kind of crazy. Like, they still update the newspaper, which I will sometimes read, like, the headlines when I'm, like, passing by, like, let's say, like, Lowe's Food or something. But, I mean, like, that's kind of crazy now I think about it. But, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Therapists don't have romantic relationships with clients. <laughs> oh, my God. People don't lay down on long chairs or couches when they talk to us. We can't be friends with our clients. We definitely can't have romantic involvement with our clients. And rather do our, our clients have big moments of realization after we give them advice. It's much more complicated than it's portrayed to be. Yes. And as someone who has went to therapy before, um, and I've talked to people who've gone to therapy before, it's not like a quick, like, easy done thing. Yes, we're awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for helping me. It's a lot of times we're just sitting here like, like, we, like, should I even trust you? <laughs> like, the first, like, especially, like, the first few, sometimes even multiple, like, maybe sometimes into a year of therapy, is, like, should I even trust you? Like, are you trustworthy? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're like, and, like, a lot of times, they're not even really trying to be, like, friends with clients. They're, like, okay, like, I'm here to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not here to be, like, friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is not a friend appointment. You know, this is a therapist appointment. I'm supposed to help you with your issues. So it can be definitely way more complicated than what the media gives them credit for. Architects are all loaded as heck. Architect here. The main thing is that a lot of us don't earn earn much money at all. Some do, but it's not as rich a career as TV would have you believe. Also, female architects do exist, and it's not just a plot device. Yes, I, I would hope so. I would hope that some females, females and other people, you know, are represented. But I mean, like... I think a lot of jobs are just kind of blown up just for the sake of plot. It's like, look how much money I make, okay? Like, I make so much money. I'm like a famous architect. And it's like, dude, we all know you're living in your, in your one-bedroom apartment all alone. It's okay. Like, we know your life ain't as beautiful and perfect as you are just for the scene, okay? We, we all know. We all know. And it's okay. It's okay. Airline ground staff and flight attendants aren't airheads. They're prompt and prepare. <laughs> it said the most obvious thing um, is TV always shows flight attendants boarding the plane. Nope. Those guys need to stay on board. They can't even step onto the jet bridge without violating FAA regulations. It's the ground staff that takes care of you in the airport. And we're neither Shirley nor airheads. I guess the comic relief would, wouldn't be there if they showed us act as accommodating and approachable. I mean, like, come on now. Like, they have to do their jobs. I feel like a lot of people, like, they just do their jobs. And I've heard that before. Like, they can't, they can't um, actually, like, um, leave the plane. Like, I've heard, like, some, like, flight attendants and stuff. Like, they can't, like, um, actually, like, get off the plane. And if they have to get off the plane, like, they have to make sure everyone else gets off the plane. Like, you can't be just chilling in the backseat and telling them, like, yeah, I want to be off the plane last. Dude, literally the flight attendants can't leave until you leave. It's like the captain going down the ship. Like Everyone else has to get off before they can leave. Just saying. Just saying, like, come on now. HR professionals work hard to keep companies running smoothly and aren't all grumpy. Huh. I work in HR and there's always a stereotype that we're a bunch of grumpy middle-aged women. Ready to scold you for dress code violations or bad jokes. I mean, half the time they can, like, of course, like, they're going to deal with it if need be. But I mean, like, half the time they're probably like, yo. And I feel like we always say just talk to HR, which I like how this one says. It says, um, HR is made up of lots of sub-departments and teams, which do many different things, including but not limited to payroll, conducting continuing education courses, negotiating prices for health insurance, recruiting new employees, ensuring... Uh, current employees are properly recognized, helping upcoming retirees navigate their retirement benefits, etc. I could spend all day listening to many things HR does, and it's all to make the broader company run smoothly and to try to keep employees happy and taken care of. Wow. Just hearing that makes me like HR is kind of like the backbone of any company. Like, it's not just your higher ups. Like, that's why, that's why I think going to HR is a big deal. I think because, like, it goes through, there's like so many processes and so much paperwork they probably have to go through. That's a lot. The publishing industry is super cutthroat. It's not easy to get a book deal. I would assume it wouldn't be. 
because I feel like publishing industry and like is still like a form of art to me. So I feel like, you know, like you're not always gonna be like, okay, like I'm just gonna sign on to like a record, like you know, like like sign on to like a deal or something. No, 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 no. You like super cutthroat. I heard. I think I like I only learned that about like through a game. I forgot what game it was. Like I think it was like also like someone who wanted to be like an author. Like he was like want to talk about to like a specific author, and then like he was like oh, he was and it was like yo like just don't sell my audience. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, I worked really hard to get where I am. Okay, like I still have to do a lot of work by myself. Okay, it is often it is so often ruining sides. It's not. It's cutthroat. I heard a coworker often once described the fight to break into industry as gladiatorial, and that could not be more accurate. I'm mean, like, you're all fighting to just get your book published. That's it. Like, you're just fighting to get your book published. And I'm, I'm not sure about all, like, the process goes through that, but I'm like, yo, that's a lot of work. A lot of work that I don't think I could personally deal with. Reese's barely have a second himself to take a bathroom break, let alone to stand around and chat with her coworkers. I mean, especially you're talking about Starbucks and stuff like that. Unbelievable. I don't even... Think you dare. I remember even like while we used to work at McDonald's, like we were not allowed to use the bathroom. Especially us male, like females all they literally had to be like, Oh like, you know, I have my period. And that was it. They tried to be like, Yeah, I'm on my period. And like they was like, Okay, like go go ahead and stuff, come back. As men, they're like, you better hold it. And I'm just like Really? It says we're constantly moving, cleaning, making a drink, stocking product, cleaning, remaking a drink customer didn't communicate about properly, checking the creamer station, experimenting with new flavors, combinations for ourselves, shoving a bit of food or fizzling a drink, and oh, John mentioned cleaning. <laughs> yes, that was one big thing at McDonald's as well. Like, always feel like you do not have anything to do, clean. Like, that you better not be chilling. If they find you not doing work, they're ready to like scold you. Unless you're your favorite, unless they're your favorite, like, unless you're their favorite employee, you better, you better just be like, nope, gotta go clean, gotta go bit, gotta clean. Working in fashion design isn't all glitz and glam all the time. I mean, like, the move, I, mean, I feel like that's something movies and TV shows get somewhat accurate, is that it is stressful. Okay, like, not all your designs, and not all of your, like, dresses and fancy clothes are going to, like, get accepted like not not to the public and not to probably whoever higher ups like it's a it's a hard job okay it's not you're not always gonna be looking nice and sassy and everything no 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 it says most of the time I show up at work in pajamas and get stuck in meetings with marketing production teams a good chunk of my working hours is spent in front of the computer either designing or researching the glam part probably takes up to 2% of the job. Yeah, you know, because, like, in movies, they always show, like, the more, like, the newest fashion clothes, like, cl- like clothes are, like, going to be, in, in, like, in trending soon. And, like, how times, like, I'm pretty sure if anyone really could, they would just show up to work in the pajamas or just show up to work, like, like, raggy-looking clothes and be like, all right, let's get it done. But for the sake of professionalism, you know, we, probably, we, probably, we have to do that. Good for you though for wearing pajamas to uh, to work. I wish I could do that. Since hotel employees can't give up in personal information to anyone. What? I I don't watch too much movies, but like that sounds kind of stupid that they show that in movies. No hotel worker is going to give out anyone's room number ever, unless the cops show up. In which case, we will not only give out the room number but also a key. Why? Because we have the right to enter any room at any time. And we need the cops to show up next time we call for help. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the cops show up and they're like, yo, like, all right, all right, all right. Like, we, like last thing we want is the cops, like, not showing to the hotel because someone called Wolf too many times. Okay? Seriously. But why would you give out someone's room number? I don't care if I say me lover or not. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. What you doing, fam? What you doing? And those who are licensed in cosmetology aren't dumb. They have to know a lot about anatomy to treat clients. Oh my gosh, let's see. So the stereotype on TV of hairstylists being dumb. When I was in cosmetology school, 
cosmetology school. My sister was in her second year of nursing school. We were learning the same things and would study together. We had to study anatomy, chemistry, and dermatology. People don't take us seriously and think our job is a fun hobby. Do you not understand there's multiple different types of hair? And like, when people, when you have to like, not even just that, but like hair, skin, all that stuff. Like they have to, I remember listening to someone else's podcast. What was it? Um, Pretty Basic by, with um Alicia and Remy. I think like she was talking about one time she, she went for some type of treatment and like they, uh, some like their history, like her history in itself. Like where skin and everything like was like very um was very important. You know, like she couldn't just go to any shop and was like, Alright, like skin treatment and they're like, Okay, sure, we'll, we'll give you this skin treatment and then uh, a good place will actually like ask for like your you know, some type of health history so they know they're not gonna like you know, like giving you a large reaction killing you. Juice science. But yeah, this episode's running very long, like longer than any of my other episodes so i think i'm going to end it here for today um but yes thank you guys so much for watch for not watching for tuning in and listening to me literally talking about stereotypes and praising the happen in movies um i hope you guys have a great day um thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you all bye bye